my it's God. mental illness, isn't it? <laughs> We've all no. got a little bit of mental illness, right? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Big Mood, where the moods are big and the tits are small. <laughs> Only me and <laughs> on you. On some Nikki. of us. On some Only of us. Only me and you. <laughs> on some of us. We're coming at you live from Jessica's living room. Yeah, we're all, we're we're all, all in Jessica's room. room. If you're watching the video right now, we're all in Jess's living room. And if you're not watching the video, you've got to come to the video because that's where the fun is. And the small tits are. The, t- the small tits are in my living room. <laughs> all of the small tits. All of the small tits are here. Um, t- all the silliness aside, we're talking yeah. about mental health today. So get serious, assholes. Yeah, you get fucking, fucking serious. Cunt. Turn your nips down. Turn your butts up. <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to say it. What? It's mental illness, isn't it? It's mental illness, isn't it? <laughs> so you, it's from a TikTok. Okay. It's oh. from a TikTok that I saw these two. This girl was comparing a bedroom, her bedroom to her sister's. And like her bedroom's like super clean. She's like, this is mine, yeah? Nice and beautiful. My pride and joy. And then she goes over to her sister's and her sister's just fucked up holding like 16 cans of um, Pringles. you're going to say Campbell's and then he's like cans of Pringles. <laughs> so she goes, she goes into her sister's fucked up room. She goes, and this my sister's is mental illness in it. And it just cuts off. Like, stuck in my head for like three it's so days. Cute. so cute. I wish I was sorry. British. Mm-hmm. Or English or whatever. Me too. Well, I mean, yeah. technically I am. My DNA is. Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> I just wish I was like naturally born. Technically, there. I am. Okay? Technically, I am. He's the most American ass bitch ever. <laughs> I, hey, my DNA says I'm like sixty eight percent. My twenty three and me said that I'm sixty percent British. I'm point four percent Native I'm American. Like, I most of my blood is Iberian, so you know what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is Iberian? Iberian. <laughs> Iberian. It sounds like a cat. Peninsula means Spain and Portugal. That's Iberian. That's cool. Well, we suck at geography because we're Americans. Yeah, and also like there's countries that disappear all the time. Like true. uh, I forget what they get renamed. You mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they get. (laughs) They're just gone. Istanbul was Constantinople. (laughs) That was Istanbul. Constantinople. The song. Okay, you know the song. Oh yeah, I've heard that song. According to my twenty-three and me, I'm seventy-two percent Constantinopolian. (laughs) No idea what that means. I'm representing for the fifty percent dumb bitch over here. For those of you who are out there, (laughs) oh, I'm two percent dumb bitch. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Is your family? What region? The Dumbachnesia. Oh my god, I'm Dumbachophoria. Oh my god, you're right <laughs> next to me. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Fucking mental health. Shut your asses. <laughs> We're talking about it. Um, I feel sad. Oh, well, same. Not, a, not, not all encompassing, Gina, but I feel like um. You know, the world is chaotic. It also got, like, slam-fucked into all of us uh, three months ago. Like, I want to go back and react to videos of uh, everyone setting goals and be like, 2020, I'm going to make it my bitch this year. Like, watch, I'm going to fucking crush it. I'm going to tour the world. Why did everyone feel like 2020 was going to be their shit? Like, everyone collectively (laughs) thought this was going to be, like, the turning of their lives. (laughs) 
And well, you know what? They weren't kind of really did. long. Because yeah. it's like, I think everyone had like a sense that 2020 is going to be big. And everyone thought it was a positive kind of big, but it's actually not. <laughs> well, well right. it's like, hey, when there's we, changes we look happening, at it, yeah. yeah. The amount of change yeah. that's happening and stuff is, is a good thing in the big picture. It's that's just true. chaotic because yeah. growing pains, for right. sure. Growing and, pains are the worst. And it feels mm-hmm. like there's something new that's big every month too it's not just like one big thing that we're all getting through it's like oh you got that covered okay here's a new one here's another one yeah. fucking dj khaled <laughs> another one one thing that just posted on her stories the one where the aliens are like oh we're oh, so nervous <laughs> coming up next guys <laughs> that's so cute that's like we'll have to uh get our editor to pop that picture mm-hmm. in so yeah. like that's all we need now, man. It's I remember like, when the murder hornets were announced and somebody made a meme saying, um, June 2020's fighters entered the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember someone tweeted about the murder hornets recently, like, what happened to the murder hornets? And then someone else said that was a filler episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Twitter is so unstoppable. True. I love that site so Twitter's much, dude. I, I love and hate Twitter. I don't like it. Oh, right. I, I hate the um, the mob mentality part of Twitter, but I, I love too. the humor part of Twitter. That shit's yeah. wild. Yeah. But it gets shit done, too. Oh, my God. Like, K-pop stan Twitter? Mm. Undefeated. Insane. They're terrifying. They are I love terrifying. you. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> They're terrifying. You, I love when they took over all those hashtags. Incredible. They took over like White Lives white Matter. Light, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they took over Blue Lives Matter so that mm-hmm. they... Could destroy the hashtags. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I, maybe I was too rough on them before. I didn't understand them, you know. And then when that happened, I was like, you know what? You guys are cool. You guys are good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um. So what? Uh. What are? What have you guys been doing to kind of stay? Animal Crossing. Center. Okay. I stopped avoidance. Playing. That's your coping mechanism. <laughs> That's my avoidance. <laughs> avoidance. There avoidance. We go. Let's okay. call it what it really is. <laughs> no, I'm not denying it at all. Yeah. I, yeah. Goodbye, world. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how long? Because <laughs> I'm out. I, it, I should have phrased it. What is your coping mechanism lately? Napping. Yeah. Which is also avoidance, I guess, and lots of sleep. Which? What is it? Napping. Yeah. 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 Escape. It's both oh, of there you. you go. Escape. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is doing a lot of working out and I've been, okay, so it's going to sound really weird because like I've always been the really pale girl that's not supposed to be in the sun, but I've been going out in the sun every day for like an hour and I think it's helping a lot. Nice. Um, yeah. that deep. Well, you, usually I used to like never go out in the sun and then I'd like go on vacation or something and then I'd get fucking burnt as shit and then like I couldn't go out in the sun again for another like six months, but then now I've been doing the like little by little and I'm like... I think I'm getting vitamin D actually. Yeah, you're getting that so good. I'm trying to just take care of myself. You actually Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you have a glow to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. You're looking good. You look fucking hot. Jess is like, she's like, that lighting is amazing. She's married into a porcelain princess. She's married into a royal family and she's just poisoning her (laughs) husband slowly. There's been like, it's, you know, there's um, arsenic and apple seeds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's true. It doesn't take that long. It actually takes. Oh, <laughs> you tell that to your husband? Yeah, I was like, if you ever see me come home with 150 apples, that's about how many it takes. I know. She just takes so much of it. Oh, wow. She's that person. She's that person with math problems you got when you were in well. elementary school. 
if Nikki buys 152 apples, she feeds Steve 16, how many husbands left does she have? <laughs> how many weeks yeah. until he dies and she carries on the fortune? That's that's another. Uh, I got to make him have a fortune first. <laughs> he leaves just five lettuce leaves for you. Right? And that's a pay for a funeral, too. Fucking sucks. Oh, no. Did I just say yeah. five and held up four? Yeah. <laughs> it's mental health. It's it's mental it. illness, isn't it? That's <laughs> you. <laughs> This is I my form to... of mental health, like Comedy? coping. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, true. Exactly. Yeah. This helps the like mental health. You have to, like that is our all of our collective uh, coping mechanisms is talking, just making it into mm-hmm. comedy or fun, mm-hmm. funnies. We're just making some funnies. Mm-hmm. Um, I made the mistake of trying to read fiction books um, to uh, to escape. Uh, I have been a strict nonfiction reader for the past 15 years. I read at least a book a month, but it's always nonfiction because I like to learn stuff when I read. But lately I was like, maybe I should try some nonfiction because I heard it was more relaxing. So before I go to bed and I asked Twitter um, to give me a list of recommendations for like some light fiction reading that I could get into. And these bitches recommended 1984. So I've been reading motherfucking George Orwell's Why did you... 1984. Wait, and you didn't it know is that? too parallel to what's going on. Well, I knew that it was about a dystopian thing, like a, a future. And people are always like, oh, no, we're in 1984 or whatever. But I didn't know the extent to how parallel it was, like the way that it began and stuff. And it just made things way worse <laughs> yeah so wait you didn't have to read that in high school already <laughs> no i read animal farm um oh, we had to read I, 1984 in high school. they gave us a list and we had to pick 10 books out of that list oh. and so i think like mine was like to kill a mockingbird catcher in the rye animal farm like you know yeah you had most like of those, them like slaughterhouse yeah. whatever the fuck all those. did y'all have hatchet Yes, mm, that but that familiar. was in, well, actually we read that in fifth grade. It was so boring. Fifth yeah. grade, yeah. Oh, was, I don't remember, I remember what reading level that is. Well, we read it as a busy class. fucking taking those uh, what are those fucking air yeah. things? Nods. <laughs> whippets. <laughs> no, drifted too many whippets to remember. <laughs> yeah, I literally destroyed my brain. <laughs> Not proud of it. And I went into depth in in that and JK and other things. Yeah, I've never tried it. Don't. It's stupid. Her best life. story from that was that she would like try it and feel good and then fall on her face. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not <laughs> girl. That wasn't the air fresheners. Oh. There's different things I did. Oh, <laughs> that's really fun. It's my yeah, and then we talked about it. we talked about like the uh, I don't even want to get into it anyway because <laughs> those were my coping mechanisms back then when back I was a, then right when yeah. I was a teenager and my household was a wreck like it was really bad where I really just did not want to be in the moment because I'm like I need to escape this as any way I can and so that's when I turned to uh yeah whip it thing or whatever like the air freshener thing I would like be huffing air freshener to like fucking escape and like I would like hallucinate and like that world was a lot nicer than the one I was living in so that's how I ended up like turning into a party animal too like I would sneak out of my house and like go to to a whole bunch of parties and I just really did not know how to deal with my life so I would just escape and now work? it's as, as I'm 30 years old I'm still doing the same thing but now it's Animal Crossing <laughs> like I was gonna say us. you're still doing whippets girl in the bathroom <laughs> Isaac's banging on the door <laughs> 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 cream cans 
No, they were air fresheners. Get them right. Air fresheners. Oh, air fresher. She would <laughs> never do whipped cream cans. Okay. No. It right. seems like a I sweeter did try option. Computer cleaner ones, and that was oh, bad. Jesus. I was just like, yeah. my mom shits a lot. Every time she goes to the bathroom, she uses <laughs> the air freshener all. <laughs> <laughs> smells really good. Oh, no. That's really nice. Yeah, I wonder though. Like, I feel like there's probably a lot of people that are turning to drugs and alcohol right now during this time. Like, and even if they maybe only partied a little bit during normal world now they're doing it a lot like five days a week and they're just like doing I mean, everything every they can to escape i've, I've had yeah. a glass like i i never drink but oh girl <laughs> what's that gina is that that 10 yeah, day that? old wine no no, no it's so true <laughs> okay every time we start an episode gina's like how long does wine last and we're like a couple <laughs> yeah. days and she's Hers like i've not got 10 days six months ago yeah it was like months <laughs> <laughs> oh that's um, cool the bottle's transparent because of your oh, green screen, my green screen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <cute. laughs> oh shit that's kind of cool yeah that's um, cool so i have something weird my mental illness i had a few things when i was little and it was cured in the weirdest way possible you had so, pika uh pika, yeah something like that P- pika, pikachu pika. <laughs> i'm like i know how it's spelled i don't know how it's pronounced <laughs> i had pikachu and i <laughs> um so when I was young, I grew up in a very troubled childhood and um, that kind of manifests into some mental illness, right? Mental and, illness, right? <laughs> and so I had, what's that word for it? It's like trick, trick, something, trick, trick daddy. Trick and maniac hair pulling daddy. shit. Yeah. So I started pulling <laughs> out my daddy. hair. Trick <laughs> daddy. <laughs> Damn, so you had like, that? Yeah, I was obsessively pulling out my hair when I was a kid. Like, I had, like, a bald spot up here. Oh, my gosh. And I was just, like, plucking my hair. And the feeling is, when I pluck it out, I'll look at it. I'm like, no, the root on this one isn't the right one. It's not the right one. Like, I would have to, like, constantly pick at it. To the point where I gave myself a bald spot. And that's, like, I don't, I think it was, like, a weird coping mechanism. Yeah. And then um, what Tiff said, I also, from that, I developed pica. Pica. Pica where it's a it's a, a condition where you eat things that you're not supposed to eat so i'll pick it out and i'll eat my hair and oh, like wow or like i'll bite my nails off and i'll i'll eat my nails oh you're like the my strange addiction people yeah so, and i didn't what know, age was what age was this god jesus from like like six or something from i want to say four till around whenever you um get your teeth pulled out when your teeth start falling out because the only reason why I stopped biting my nails was because I used to bite with my canines. And then when those teeth fell out, I couldn't bite anymore. And that got rid of the whole like nail biting thing. Mm-hmm. And then the, the hair pulling thing, I used to pull my hair and then eat it. And then my, my, my grandparents saw and like they scared me out of it. Like, oh, yeah, like you're going bald. And, you know, if you go bald, it's not pretty. So I stopped pulling out my hair and then or like they would stop me from eating my hair by saying oh you know what doctors say that when you eat your hair it travels through your blood and into your heart and it it, it hurt it kills your heart and then that would scare the crap out of me just I'm like lie okay. to kids yeah just well, lie to kids that's yeah. a good way that's a yeah. good one because she stopped because yeah. i stopped mm-hmm. so remember people lie to your kids lie to your kids, kids. <laughs> or just don't have kids or just don't so you don't have to lie <laughs> to anyone and then like I just had and then I had like dude I had like a plethora of just shit that was randomly cured like I only got to see my mom once every four or five months and I was like um like obsessively or I was like obsessed with her 
because like it was my mom that's my mother figure and i yeah. never got to see her so i collected everything in a box from her like the napkin that she used a sequin that fell out of her dress oh, and i Gina. just had like, this box oh, yeah like so hard Damn, this right shit now. is hella fucking hardcore yeah it was bad dude Damn. and then like it was everything i kept everything and then i grew out of that too um and that like i don't know it was, it was like weird like i didn't think much of it when i was young and then now that i when i grew up and i read about it, i was like oh shit i used to do that it is mental health in it like it is that's me you know but <laughs> me. it cured it, it fucking got cured in like the strangest way possible how'd you cure it um uh, like like i said like they scared it out of me yeah they scared it out of me yeah wild i mean i had one of those things too but not not those those are pretty hardcore mine was just i had a little bit of ocd when i was younger where i would have like i'd have to blink every time i walked over a oh. line so like mm. if there's a crack in the sidewalk or or like even like i would picture like a grid over everything and then if i crossed a square in this invisible grid i had to blink whoa how'd you wow. get rid of that i don't know i think i grew out of it too Oh, yeah, I just good. remember one day I just stopped doing it, but I would always have to fucking blink over everything. Oh, I had mm. something like that too, where every like few seconds I went, mm. I look like a weird rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> a, a twitch. I used yeah, to I used to do that because I had a septum piercing when I was eighteen, and I would like to touch my top lip to it, so it always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she always looks like she smelled something bad. Just my mom's like. <laughs> stink facing at everybody <laughs> but that switch got scared out of me by my uncle too he says, and he was like you know when you do that your muscle the nose in your or the muscles in your nose get weak and then your nose falls off and i was like oh, oh shit, wow. wow they were really creative i'll give them that yeah, yeah. i used to pick my nose a lot and um my, <laughs> my dad's friend told me that she comes in with the i used to pick my nose this is not to do with mental health this was just i like to There's get the boogers door i liked it to be <laughs> but i was very secretive about it i only got caught a few times and i would deny um but, but my dad's friend told me that like my nose would get super super big if i oh, kept picking my nose and that he's like but don't worry there's the way you prevent it is you just gotta pinch it for a while so i would like pick my nose and then i <laughs> i pinch it for so long that's so funny oh my that's gosh. really cute god kids are fucking stupid <laughs> oh my god yeah. that's hilarious kids are so dumb i love it you tell your friends you gotta figure it out <laughs> but um. for, i guess like from that on like i i never understood i never knew Growing up in the teenage years, was I lazy or was I depressed? You're probably lazy enough to want food delivered to your door, mm -hmm. right? Right. I knew that oh, for sure. yeah, definitely yeah. lazy enough mm -hmm. to not cook. Mm -hmm. um, so if you are, then you could try DoorDash. Yeah, it will help you get through your depression because you still have to try to eat at some point. Um, and you don't got to clean afterwards. Yeah, you don't got to clean afterwards. You just throw that exactly. shit away. Um, so, all right, guys, you've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you while the dining rooms are still mostly closed. Um, a lot of places are open for delivery. 
DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. With over 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia, you can support your local restaurants, which we think is the most important, or you can still go to the national chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, and Cheesecake Factory. My favorite thing to order on delivery is this um, this hot chicken sandwich. I don't wanna say the name of the restaurant just cause you know, I don't know, but I get this hot chicken sandwich from there every time and it has a little slaw on it. You guys know what I'm talking about, the Louisiana kind of yep. style. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those, those are the best. But anyway, that's what I get all the time on DoorDash. Um, right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more and zero delivery fees for their first month when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BIGMOOD. That's $5 off your first order and zero delivery fees for a month when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code BIGMOOD. One last time, that's the code BIGMOOD for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thank you, guys. Big Mood. Big mood. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it- if you're just as lazy and you still want to get food, but you want to be healthy about it, mm-hmm. Daily Harvest has got your back because Daily Harvest, they only use fruits and vegetables. They don't use any preser- preservatives. They don't have any added sugar or artificial ingredients. So it's super quick. It just takes a few minutes to prepare. So like for me personally, my favorite is a pineapple and matcha smoothie so it's like it already comes in a cup and it tells you the ingredients so for example this one has like pineapple kale coconut lime matcha and vanilla bean and then you just like add whatever liquid base that you want so for me i I like to put uh soy milk and so once i do all that and then i put in the blender i blend it up super easy super quick snack and it's really delicious and it ends up giving me like an energetic boost i really love it so Daily Harvest is also committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in the process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable packaging and are over 50% of the way there already. So they're good on the earth as well. So go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code BIGMOOD to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code Big mood for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. Promo code big mood. Big mood. Big mood. So Gina, back to what you were saying, um, where you're talking about laziness versus depression. Um, I feel like I talk about depression and mental health stuff on my channel all the time, especially on my vlog channel. And for me, the thing that had helped the most was having a routine and um, and having structure, creativity within the structure, but like having like this, the same things that I do every day to stay balanced. And I do that. I did that because it's so easy for me to slip back into a spiral. And once I start slipping it almost seems impossible to get out of it and it manifests itself as laziness at first um like procrastination and then laziness and then i just can't get out of bed because i am so depressed and i i feel like that's what's kind of been happening lately like within the past like month or so is just a slip for me at least because in the beginning of the pandemic i was still doing the routine you seemed like you were almost more happy with the pandemic like, yeah with the quarantine part of it the least. quarantine part yeah not the yeah. i mean obviously whole, not the virus yeah, the virus yeah but yeah the the quarantine part i was because i feel like um my energy was being spread out in so many different ways with like auditioning and big and this shoot over here and this shoot over here and it was it just felt like at the end of the day i came home and i was so spread thin that i didn't 
like know how to focus on anything anymore. So when the quarantine first happened, yeah, I did feel a lot more focused. I felt like at least I could do productions from home like this and I could edit all my videos on time and I, it was a lot more streamlined. But then, yeah, like l lately I, got, I did get sick, like physically sick, not COVID, but um, I got sick where I couldn't really focus on anything or get out of bed. And then that's when I got an Animal Crossing. <laughs> and, and, then, and then that took a little bit of time to, to break out of. And then once I finally broke out of that, I felt extremely connected to the world, like, which is usually a good thing because I was walking more. I was getting in touch with nature more, all that stuff. But when you're in touch with the world and there's chaos going on in the world, I just feel like I picked up all of that. Like, I just felt mm -hmm. everybody's emotions like any like a sponge anger yeah exactly sadness anger um un uncertainty just a lot of people like fear like just all at once just like so heavy and compounding that i couldn't like i couldn't like get out of bed without crying and it was it's just been it's been like a, a journey getting out of that one again but um yeah i feel like developing habits mm -hmm. is something that can really um, help when you start to slip. When you get into those, do you ever like try listening to Eckhart Tolle, Tolle or whatever? Because like if when I'm so deep down like that, like when I'm so depressed that I don't even want to eat or get out of bed or move, like I, I almost have to remember that my thoughts can be separated from my reality kind of. Yeah. Do you try listening to that? Because yeah, totally. sometimes honestly, listening to him talk is the only thing that will keep me from just fucking walking off the edge. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm That's like, Oh, great. wait a minute. A lot of this is I'm it's creating mental, this reality. Isn't it? It's mental health. Mental illness, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, like if anyone hasn't tried that yet, just Google him Eckhart Tolle and like listen to his YouTube channel a little bit, kind of get into that because that for me, that will help at least get me out of bed and like, maybe nothing's perfect, but it's like, Oh, now, uh, Oh, I remember now I need to eat. Like I need to, and then you start to slowly move forward again. Yeah. Or if you're a book nerd like me, I like his books, uh, power of now mm -hmm. and they're hard to read though. Earth. And especially when you're depressed, <laughs> That's no, true. Get the audiobook, um, girl, because he's the actually the one reading it. So yeah, I, yeah. I listened to the audiobook for both of the ones that Nikki just said the uh, Power of Awakening. Now and Awakening the New Earth. Yeah. Awakening the New Earth is literally, oh my God, life changing. I freaking love that yeah. book so much. That's and like my I've Bible. Yes, like it, it changed like the perspective of my life. All right, what is this called? I'll look it up. What the hell is yeah, it? Gina, you need it's to this one. listen Wait. to it. I have both of them. I'm looking at it. It's in Are my you going room. to the kitchen? <laughs> This one. Oh yeah, the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a new earth. This is brand new because I bought it for Casey's. Because like I said, I got the the uh, audio book, but he hasn't okay. opened it yet. Yeah, I recommend if you're not read a reader, it. don't it's try so to good. don't try to read it though. If you're not a normal reader, because it's kind of thick. Like just listen to it. It's okay. thick, like yeah, power of now is really heavy, but power of now is very heavy too. But the it's basis really behind all of that is to be in the present because there's mm -hmm. no pain in the present. So right. it's like bringing you back to reality because all those anxious thoughts and anything anxiety related is usually you scared of things in the future or panicking about things that haven't happened yet that are out of your control. And any depression thoughts and feelings are usually from something in the past or something that you're like 
dwelling on that already happened or that is happening. Um, mm. But when you're in the present, like just this moment right now, and that's why with meditation, they say to focus on your breath because your breath yeah. is the present at all times. Um, there's no suffering in the present. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, I mean, there's a lot of like Buddhist teachings around that. Um, there's, I, yeah, I, I think Eckhart Tolle is really great. Um, I feel like the the thing that, <laughs> it's weird though, because the thing that got me into it is, uh, into the depression or like feeling everybody's feelings is that um, a lot of that has to do with that we're all one. Like we, we are all um, a collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so when one part is hurting, if you're very connected to that, like you will feel the hurt of that too. Mm-hmm. And that's when it becomes hard. But I feel like, yeah, coming back to the present moment is always a good starting point. It's just hard to practice all the I just, time. I think that's why I tend to just do the avoidance thing because it's just easier. <laughs> but I've that, that's been my journey, my own personal journey, especially during this time, like the world's time is just really difficult so yeah I don't know I've been putting it off it's kind of like having homework to do and you're like oh it's due on Monday it's barely Friday night I got the weekend like that's kind of how I I've been approaching yeah. it that's why I've been very avoidant that's avoidance so is pretty pretty standard I think for me my way of avoidance is is probably like I get lost in music I don't know I'm like one of those weird music people who like my whole life I've been kind of a lo- lonely single child uh lonely all the time and so I've always gotten lost in music so like I've it's been okay. not doing well this this past week but I've just constantly have my headphones in listening to music that's like more upbeat um, and I just keep fucking do- finding things to do. And like, I, it's almost like if I block out my thoughts with music or a podcast or something, it helps me at least, I guess it's the, the avoidance part of it. There's still a lot of feelings you have to work through, but it, sometimes if yeah. you push past them and distract yourself a little bit, then they don't hurt as bad when you go to actually face them. Um, if you yeah. give yourself some time from them, but my, my newest strategy over the past couple of years has just been embracing everything, like embracing the feeling and just hitting it head on. So instead of the uplifting music, I'll listen to like Lana Del Rey and just like Fucking let sob. it out. Yeah. I'll just cry it out. And then that'll last like 20 minutes and then I can go and like at yeah. least focus. Well, on I've done something. some of that too. Like I've gone back and listened to music from like middle school and it's weird how like some music from the nineties, even like it's so more emotional than like music now I feel like yeah that's true so yeah I don't know I've, I've definitely nice. had a few cry sessions with with some music I'm just glad that we all have pets that we can cuddle up to in oh, times yeah. like this that's because true. I think I read somewhere where that like um having a pet and just holding them kind of lowers your blood pressure and mm-hmm. helps with anxiety and stuff man my cat is sick of me <laughs> planning on running away i know dude my cat like, smothers uh, me i feel like my cat's such oh, a healer God, stop. <laughs> my cat's like such a healer and he's like are you okay can i, can I help Aww, and he's like smothering no. it i'm like you're so sweet and also i'm hot i'm hot it's oh hot. i know right <laughs> jesus christ i've been struggling Aww. with that sausages on me yeah <laughs> so cute yeah, I'm my cats constantly come up to me too, and especially like, for example, if I'm playing or something, they like will they will not stop rubbing their their heads on my hands because I'm using it to like play the game or whatever. <laughs> not until like I put the remotes down and give them like full on attention and they're satisfied, and I'm like, 
thank you. I needed a break. Yeah. <laughs> they know. Sure. They know when you're they know when you're busy because the fucker does it all the time whenever I'm streaming. It's like in the <laughs> middle of doing something really important, like in the middle of a fight or something, he just jumps up like some bitch, listen to me. And just like <laughs> just starts rubbing himself all over me. God, I hate so him. Cute. So cute. You don't hate him. I, I love cats so much. He's a piece of shit. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we just taught him how to sit. So. How'd you what? do that? With treats. My friend did it with treats. Because I had him babysit my cat for a few hours while the exterminate the exterminator was over. He texted me, he's like, yo, I just taught your cat how to sit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Are you gonna teach him how to use a toilet? Oh, I should. I really that would want be so to. dope. I always think right? that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. love that. Maybe we'll see. You never know what's gonna happen during these quarantines. Can, can you imagine like teaching Maddie or Sophie to use a toilet? <laughs> hilarious in the middle of the night you go to the bathroom your dog's just sitting there squatting <laughs> over the toilet i can't even so see a pot of flush it yeah like how could they even get up there scrambling with their like big old mess. nails yeah <laughs> i want to try that damn i saw uh i looked into it for a while for my own cats to potty train them like toilet train them and it's a pain in the ass you have mm-hmm. to expect a lot of accidents and it's a lot of dedication Dang. it would be cool though yeah. you don't have to buy litter ever again mm-hmm. i will uh-huh. say taking care of an animal um is part like i is really healing like that's like a really good aspect of uh, or not aspect but like a good way of getting out of depression is um focusing on something outside of myself like the responsibilities of taking care of a, another living being um and then like beautiful plants like this one in the background of of my house right <laughs> i love that one. I, I was actually that. fake <laughs> that was a really good choice of plants Nikki. you have your great plant taste. is like right on my plant I like know. when i move it I I know. Know. Yeah. it's like putting its own pot yeah that's funny and then when i had my plant here or the plant uh thingy you could kind of see it see? right there oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what, guys? I'm bored of this. I'm going over to Tiff's house. Hold on, I'll be right back. There we go. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it just looks like you're Gina's in a different house. Since she's uh, I'll transformed. Meet I'll meet you there, girl. I'll meet okay. you there. There you go. Oh man, <laughs> I'm stuck at Jess's house. All right, I guess I don't have these. My true friends left me. Uh, Nikki, small titty girls. Hey, go with me. True friends. Small titties hey, can stay still there. there. Yeah. Small titties have to stay. Small titties over there. <laughs> I'm jealous of our tiny areolas. <laughs> well, big booties, you mean. We're jealous of the, the yeah, big booties. That's true. Oh, well, we are a very yeah. well-balanced we group. We both have uh, redeeming qualities. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, there is... Um, I have to admit, I did go see Nikki and Steve recently, but I think the world's kind of opening up a little bit, and, you know, we're probably going to be back on our set soon. Just needed too, a hug. So I, yeah, so I went over there, and they helped me so much, like, feel better. I think just being around people, like... It's been too many months of being isolated. Yeah. And we well, played a game and we, you know, we had helped. just shot on JK News that whole weekend. And so yeah. like everyone there had been quarantined forever. And um, so anybody that was at that shoot, I would have no problem like yeah. seeing in my home. Yeah. yeah. It really I was helps. There, so. Yeah. It really helps there. to be around friends. Like a few weeks ago, yeah. I was losing my mind too. And I like spent time with like another friend and i was like oh this is all i needed just someone to listen to me what other friends gina we need human touch you don't have other friends girl you're not allowed (laughs) yeah we have a blood pact and uh i feel like you're breaking it (laughs) i have like 16 other bedrooms to go to okay so (laughs) (laughs) 
Why don't you never come to my bedroom? <laughs> I know. Can you step out of the screen real quick? Let me just <laughs> <laughs> a screenshot of your room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's always so nice to just talk to someone. And a lot of times I realize that people don't really need advice or anything. They just need someone to mm-hmm. vent to. And it helps so yeah. much. I didn't know, like, for a while, I didn't know what the hell was going on with me. I felt like I was losing my mind. And then I saw my friends and I realized, oh, this is all I needed. I just need the company of someone else. And this whole like quarantine thing made me realize that humans really are just animals. And like yeah, we mm-hmm. change us up, we go nuts, you know? Like, we are very social creatures. And it's very mm-hmm. funny how like just like the smallest things like restaurants and stuff and entertainment really does keep people sane and you know it makes and really- sex? Like, um, hello, I'm fucking losing my goddamn mind <laughs> yeah you've been getting vitamin d but not the right vitamin d uh, i've been getting a lot of sun vitamin d yeah, yeah. i'm ready for some but uh, not the right mother's son vitamin d. i've been saying jess i volunteer to make a dating profile for you with your with your picture. you're gonna do it for me yeah with your picture I will stand in place for Jess. And you then think I you will can flirt. date better than me? No. She's I'm saying so, you have no game, oh, Jess. No, it's, no, no, no. It's the game. <laughs> like, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. I'm going to swipe on oh, everyone Oh, so we just need, like, extra effort. profiles. Yeah. Just everyone that's hot. And then I'm just going to be like, hey, my name's Jess. I have a fat ass. Do you want to hang out? And then, like, Ew. I'll just say. <laughs> I can do that. Like you can do like fifty. I can do fifty. We just merge them together. So just just the numbers. Well, why don't all game. four of us? That's yeah, what I'm saying. Cast a wide, so a wide net. Yeah. 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 Cast the white. We're gonna cast the net all the way across this ten million <laughs> yeah. Los Angeles people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's a really wide net. <laughs> and then and then like i'll just give them your instagram and then you'll randomly wake up to messages from random dudes like fuck it's gina again isn't it it's gina again in it i've never seen what a dating app looks like never, oh yeah like, you'll get an excuse to play around on a dating app yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you could just be my dating coach mm-hmm. yeah i, I, I do don't it. um i don't know if the sex has been much better over here either though because depression's such a boner killer Oh, you know, it really is like um, there are like waves where I'll be like, oh, I'm turned on right now. I should should get it in. But then I don't know, like it's just so fleeting, like because everything just feels so heavy. And um, what's Steve been doing to like this whole quarantine thing to keep himself sane? Um, well, we've been kind of, we like we watch a lot of Love Island and um, reality TV, uh, but yeah, I got a treadmill and he's been really consistent on the treadmill. And so he actually plays Animal Crossing more than me now. He'll play Animal Crossing on the treadmill while hey, running. Don't add me as best friends because yeah. I still God, I'm I'm imagining just the trashiest island. Yeah, it is. No, it's, it's, island. Island. it's the same island. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Just, I just want him to have his own island to see. I, what he me does. too. Yeah. Same. You know, I, I just want to see what happens. Yeah, they have, you have to get a everywhere. new switch. Mm-hmm. It'd be Gina's sure. island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I came back after a month because I haven't been playing. And then my village is like, oh, my God, it's been a month. We thought you died. <laughs> just weeds everywhere. And I'm just like, where's Nikki when I need her? Christ. Right. Uh, you know I'm, what? I'm you done. know why? But since I was gone for a whole month, my weeds have been thriving Yes. Oh, really? Yes, and and thrive they will as will you oh. uh, with a, <laughs> a subscription to Thrive Market. It's a clean grocery service. I love them. I've actually been a fan for years. Um, so you pay a, a subscription, kind of like um, like a Costco membership, and you get access to a ton of different like 
foods and ingredients and, and um, healthy healthier stuff than maybe would be at your local grocery store. So for the longest time, um, like a lot of plant-based ingredients were not available at the store down the street. And so I'd have to go online, but then the online prices are super jacked up because yeah. they got to ship it to you and stuff. So Thrive actually just makes that a lot easier to access. Um, it's super easy to find what you're looking for. Like you just search any ingredient. It's kind of like the Amazon of grocery stores. And um Ooh. Yeah, my favorite thing to buy there, though, like my guilty pleasure is uh, vegan marshmallows, which are so much better than regular marshmallows. What are they made with? They are made of not gelatin. Instead of gelatin, it's tapioca starch, I believe. And they're so freaking good. And we've been having like s'more nights on date nights and stuff. It's it's fun. Um, (laughs) But they also they tailor to seven seventy different diets and values like paleo, keto. There's seventy diets. I know. I didn't even know there's seventy things. I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) This has all of them, I guess. They got the spectrum of diets going on. And as a member, you're saving 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices, and their carbon-neutral shipping is free on orders over $49. Not only do I feel great about getting a deal on my favorite clean organic products, but I also feel great about helping to support families who need it most. So in addition to uh, membership matching, Thrive Market is matching donations to their COVID-19 relief fund dollar for dollar. And they've actually also always d- helped donate to charities and stuff, but right now in particular, they're donating to COVID relief. Um, so Thrive Market is working 24-7 to make sure members are getting their groceries delivered as fast as possible, and you can learn more about their commitments to customers and membership matching on their website. Try, th- try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free by going to thrivemarket.com slash bigmood. Join today, and you'll get up to $20 in shopping credit towards your first order. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash big mood to start your risk-free membership and get up to $20 towards your first order thrivemarket.com slash big mood big mood big mood and since you're taking care of your tummy you should also take care of everything else of your body in your body and that leads us to our next sponsor it is care of which is a vitamin and a supplement subscription which i absolutely love because i'm a sucker for cute packaging um so care of is a wellness brand that makes it super easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan all you have to do is go on their website take a quiz see what you want to take care of and they pretty much make a little packet for you your own custom um, mix of vitamins. It has your name on it. I know it has your name on it. You guys know <laughs> I love stuff like that. Uh, the convenient <laughs> daily packs are perfect for on the go. Just throw one in your purse or gym bag and go on your way. And also, I love it because the whole packaging is biodegradable. Care of also has a bunch of yummy protein powders that you can take. There's one for your immunity, your gut, and for some energy. Um, the individual eco-friendly packs are super awesome and they're so pretty. Uh, so, like I said, all you have to do is take a short quiz online where for or where you figure out your health needs and your goals and you can adjust your packs anytime. Um, I have mine and I try to focus on sleep and energy, which is kind of opposite, but it's exactly what I need. Um, <laughs> it's super fun. It's super cute and convenient. Now for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter big mood 50. Again, for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter big mood 50. Now, you might think, oh, during this quarantine, I'm feeling terrible. And you're probably thinking, it's mental illness in it. But no, <laughs> it's just your lack of vitamins. Go to takecareof.com, enter code BIGMOOD50. <laughs> vitamins. 
sorry. <laughs> it actually reminds me of that Lana Del Rey song. She's like, mm-hmm. something, something, vitamin. She says vitamin instead of vitamin. Oh, yeah. really? Is that uh, what you're American? Yeah. How yeah. strange. Anyway, people listen to Lana, they'll know what I'm talking about. I secretly love her, but I think she got canceled recently or something. She did get sure. canceled recently, canceled? but I think she got uncanceled too. It is, it's it's gotta, hard to keep track. To be it is hard, it to, is hard to keep track. There's a lot of problematic white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, Doja Cat got canceled on the same week. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing to um, to cheer myself up is watching videos of racist people get beat up and or exposed. Jesus, <laughs> good for my soul. It makes me I feel good. Uh, that's, <laughs> the shadow, new... that's the shadow version of you. Likes that stuff. You see the new Dave Chappelle. Oh no, yeah, I didn't mean to watch that. Yeah, oh my gosh, so it's good. really good. I saw this video recently. It was like a protest and like there's like a white guy arguing with a black guy and it's like a white man holding a Confederate flag and this black man in like a suit and like the white guy's like yelling like this flag represents my family back then when we protected our farm and we had to save our farm from the, that time blah blah blah. And then the black guy looks at him and goes, "Who worked on that farm?" Uh Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah. Oh, Gina. <laughs> and then there's that one lady with the Botox that all the way up here. She was fucking terrifying. Oh my god. Oh, oh I yeah, saw that, that, one. that Oh. Yeah, yeah. This one. She's fucking She's scary, creepy. dude. What the so fuck, scary. man? That's like fucking the, mental I illness. Never, I, always, I used to always get pissed when people would say, like, white devil. But then when I saw that bitch's face, I was like, ooh, that is really a white devil. That and is she, the white wow. devil. Yeah, like that's just scary. Mm-hmm. It's like a Jordan Peele fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people were saying she looks like the Purge mask. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. She's yeah. I need to see that movie still. Oh, I watched the platform recently. Oh, uh, another right. thing. Oh. Um, well, so this it. this combined with reading 1984, oh, it just it's really di- wasn't a good combination. I have not been picking the right choices. What are you but, doing with your yeah, life, girl? The platform, I will say, Disney. <laughs> I know. I I've been trying to balance, but um, but yeah, I will say. It, it was not predictable. I remember just remember we were talking about it and like you it, didn't find it predictable. No, I didn't find it predictable. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I got in, I got frustrated though because it was one of those movies where like the whole movie is about them trying this tactic to to like change this system, and then at the very end you don't even find out if it worked. Yeah, There's There's no idea what happened. I don't like oh. that shit. So it's not even worth watching. Got it. <laughs> also, I didn't like the acting, but I did like the concept. I thought the concept was good. I just wished it was executed a little bit better. The premise was cool. I, yeah. I recently got into mafia movies because everyone and their moms are like, oh my Have you God, seen the Tom Hardy one seen? yet? Ooh, the Tom Hardy one? Girl. I want to watch that. Legend. Wait, I think it called? it's called Legend. No, 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 Legend. not that one. Oh, wait. No, the new one. The one where he plays um, oh. the guy that got syphilis. Capone? Or- yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Is it out? um, Yeah. Hold on. I got to look this shit up. If this shit is out, it's (laughs) on my calendar tonight. (laughs) I've been, like, watching old mafia movies because I was never a movie buff, so I never really watched much. And so I started, I watched um, Goodfellas. Okay. I saw Goodfellas (laughs) until this day I'm still. $7. Oh, my God. She's so excited. Can we, wrap, can we wrap it up, ladies? I got shit to do, you know? I got a little date in front of my TV with my lighting candles. Yeah. Um, but I started, I finished Goodfellas for the first time, which I loved, but like for like a whole week, I was ups- upset by it. 
I was pretty pissed about the whole the movie. Snitching. Like, yeah, they gave you everything, you fucking asshole. We gave you everything. And then you snitched on him. And then I started, and then I watched The Departed, which was pretty good. Oh, The Departed's good. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I just started really Casino. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, Casino. Is that the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg? No. No, that's Departed. Uh, the Gambler is what I was thinking of. I think. Oh, okay. No. I've yeah. never seen that one either. Very related. To I wonder Casinos. how those guys, like the real life like gangster guy like for example al capone and stuff like how did they deal with their mental stuff because they have to be all tough they, they have to fucking like- do a big ass rail of coke and then shoot someone yeah. plus usually sociopaths end up at the top so they yeah. don't have feelings no. towards other people and oh then my they- gosh i was yeah. just watching this this thing about um i'm pretty sure he was a sociopath this is a guy from back in like 1800s where he was like he's known as the greatest con man of all time his name is gregor mcgregor <laughs> Um, <laughs> he called everybody with that name. That's right? not his real name. His parents did not try. Fuck it, just named Gregor McGregor. At all. And um, Gregor long, McGregor, I don't right? Know. Long story yeah. short, it's Irish, isn't it? <laughs> They're all drunk. <laughs> it's alcohol, it, alcoholism in it. Was our last name Gregor McGregor? I don't know, Gregor McGregor. <laughs> go with that. Just, just go, go with that. So he's known as the greatest con man of all time, who pulled off the greatest con of all time. He was very charismatic, sociopath, whatever. And then um, the, he convinced these rich noble people, whatever, that he was part of this country, the, one of like, the higher noble people of this country, offered them to buy some land in this country in this lush area where you can like make money and grow things. And people are like, okay, sure. And they're like old and they wanted this property to like uh, retire in. So they would buy it for so much. He made like $1.2 billion in this time. Whoa! Selling all this fake land, and then like promising them, you know, all this land, and then so ships of like a hundred people at a time, like hundreds of people at a time, would go to this land to find it was just a shitty marshland. Oh, and- it's like it's like the fire festival, but for the old times. <laughs> yes, yeah. So they would go to like the shitty marshy land, and then like they would get dropped off there, and they're like, "No, we probably navigated wrong." So the captain of the ship or whatever would be like, "Okay, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go look around, see if we went the wrong way." And during that time, while he was gone, and they were stranded there, hurricanes hit, winds, marshy wetland, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes started eating everyone, and they gave everyone malaria. About two thirds of the people died, and like a third of the people well, that actually survived was because these random British ships were, were going by, and they picked them up. And there was like five or six other ships on the way to that shitty mosquito marshy land and like the british had to like stop them like hey do not go here and by the time ward got back to wherever he was he already fled the fucking country with like billions and he survived and he was going to be they caught him he was going to be put to death or whatever but the one person that he was good to remembered him and was like no this this guy's fucking cool like and then saved him gave him a plot of land and a pension he died happily ever after Oh my oh god! No. Fuck, that just pissed I me hate off. it. Justice was like never it. served. Yeah, I hate fucking. real life stories. How are we gonna cope, ladies? How are we gonna cope know. with the story? Shit, because it fucks my mental health right now. Never <laughs> name your kids fucking shit ass name that has their last name in it. <laughs> or do, and they'll all be billionaires that live happily ever That's after. True. I guess sociopaths, man. Like it's yeah. fucking crazy. I had an ex that I I was convinced is a sociopath afterwards. Um, and I, I told him that, and then he um, said that he was going to sociopath school dead serious. So what the fuck does that mean? He was school. going to sociopath group therapy. School? Why do you call but it I school? Want, I mean, I, I call like, it 
Oh, it, sound, like, it sounded like he went to there. class. He went to class to learn how to not be a sociopath. Uh, how do you do that? I, I mean, don't think it was it real. Like, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just remembered that. What about the catch you me have... if you can guy? What? Uh-huh. The catch me if you can guy. He was a pretty good con artist. I need con to watch artist. that. I heard it. I heard it's oh, really you haven't good. seen it? It's so oh. good. That would be so good. Yeah. But yeah, Nikki, I, I wanted to ask you, you have had experiences with a lot of different personality types and a lot of scary personality types. Like, how did you learn how to deal with them? Because I think like dealing with different types of people, it does take a toll on your like just you as a person, like your own mental health, because you don't know, like you can't relate or whatever it is. You're dealing with someone that really is making your life very difficult. Like, how was it that you were able to like learn and navigate learning to deal with well, that? Well, definitely therapy helped a lot, but then like learning what those personality types were, which is covert and overt narcissism, uh, basically mm-hmm. is where it stems from and then doing a lot of research on that, uh, like different narcissism types and what they want and what they're motivated by and how they work and how they operate and how a lot of them are very, very smart and like charismatic and good with words and stuff, um, which was what tricks people into serving them, basically. Uh, just seeing, reading about that and then seeing, experiencing it helped me to see red flags when they happen. And all you can really do is just like, learn how to avoid letting them into your life because yeah. they're mm-hmm. the kind of like take a give an inch, take a mile types mm. where if you just give a little bit, then they completely. I feel like we could do a advantage. whole episode around this guys. That's if true. you would love to hear an episode on how Nikki learned how to deal with different personality types, let us know because I really want to do this episode. I am ready with my pen and pad. <laughs> give me some notes. Like I'm ready to take notes. I'm still learning because, you know, in L.A., I feel like they all conglomerate here. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like they fly out from all different parts of the country, and it just is a very concentrated area. It's like a magnet for the ego. I grew up with them. With the... Oh, sorry, Jess, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. Um, I grew up with a pathological liar, and I didn't realize she was a pathological liar until I caught her. Um, so, So it was just always... It was, like, insane to me because she was, like, a very important part of my life. And it was just like, hey, did you eat my food? No, I, I threw it away. Okay, so why is it not in the trash can? She, uh, I-, I took out the trash. I'm like, no, but the trash is still here. Like, very small, yeah. inconsequential oh, shit. Like, just like, I dealt fuck? with someone like that, too. Like, yeah, really it's, like, frustrating. insane. And then um, the, the way that I caught her was when, so my good, my, my very close family member died. Uh, my cousin and it was like weird I had like this spiritual moment where I randomly fell asleep and then I had a dream about him and it was like the most real feeling ever so shortly after he passed away and then I remember running to her and telling her about it and then like years later like 10 years later I was having a bad day because it was like the anniversary of his death so I called her and I just wanted someone to vent to and cry to and she goes don't worry, he's fine. You know, years ago I had this dream where it felt so real. And then she started spewing my dream saying that it happened to her. And I was just Mm. like, super weird. You do realize that's my dream, right? And then she's like, no, it's mine. I'm like, I literally told you that in your bedroom 10 years ago. She goes, we must have had the same dream then, you know? And then she couldn't accept it, which makes it worse. 
which makes it worse, you know? Yeah. And then so that's when I finally realized, I'm like, oh, my God, you're a pathological liar. And then it makes me wonder, like, did I ever even know you? Like, what if all your stories are absolute Bro. bullshit? Like, what am yeah. I, how am I supposed to know if anything is real? Like, I just feel like all of a sudden this person in my life was a stranger. Mm-hmm. And it's, and like, how are you supposed to figure it out afterwards? Like, you know, from now on, well, how do I know the stories you're telling me are real or not? Mm-hmm. And that's like a shitty feeling. It's just, I didn't, I didn't. Very shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really hard because then you're like, were any of our experiences real, like together? Exactly. Were any of our friendships real? But yeah, like, I, that was, I think that was like one of the most heartbreaking moments in my life where I'm just like, you know what? Like, I don't think I ever knew you and I just really don't talk to that person anymore. Have you guys, yeah. like, uh, and it, it kind of like rubs off on me a little bit because I grew up with it but I had like I, it was never bad for me but sometimes I feel the urge to just be like no I didn't do that and I'm just like I think to myself I'm like why am I fucking it's you know ego. yeah ego it needs makes, to survive yeah mm-hmm. it makes no sense and then I just realized because like I was used to seeing that um but it's just ugh, it, it sucks I had this um, experience with a person that um, they basically said that like, oh, you know, they would say a lot of things about other people that were like, oh, I'm not this and I'm not that. And it really bothers me when someone's this or someone's that. And then like, as time goes on, it's like that person. That's who they are. It's you. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. wait, what the fuck? It's so yeah. weird too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it, it, helps, it helps to notice when people kind of like say things without even like you ask prompt kind of, yeah. yeah it's just like oh, wait right. a minute why are you you're kind of like setting this up mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's true but so it's also you see like it's oh, not that person that's their best defense me- mechanism though to to use projection as a weapon mm-hmm. so then it's like well i've been saying this about you all along how could it possibly be me mm-hmm. like oh my god that's, yeah. what ugh. It's yeah. infuriating. Yeah, I've, I've dealt yeah, with that. Yeah, that's why I'm like, that really, like, just, like, there's so many factors in how we manage our emotions and, like, our mental health. Like, it's literally, like, the world, like, our family, our personal relationships, our friends, our everything, right? Like, our careers. And so it's, like, a lot of people struggle with, like, having to do, I mean, I'm one of them, like, I, we've, I've been saying throughout this whole episode, I'm very avoidant, apparently, like, I use escapism to handle things, but it just makes me really wonder, like, how, how do you, like, how do you face things in a healthy way, like, what, what is the way of doing it, if it's not escapism, because that's all I know, really, like, well, how do you, yeah, like you have to, first step, go ahead, yeah, uh, I feel like one of the first steps is being aware of it, so that's healthy, like you know you know what's going on you're very aware you're not Mm. in denial about it you know Mm -hmm. I think when you when you know your life is not progressing and you're just like doing things to like kill time and or like move things out of your head and you're not like basically you have to get back to a place where you're actually progressing in your life so there's nothing I mean there's no real answer of how to deal with things but it's like you have to know accept it like Gina said and then you have to be able to get back to a place where you're actually doing things for yourself and, and, and moving forward. I mean, that's definitely a big part of accepting things is like, you're not escaping anymore. You're like, okay, settled with it and then move on. Yeah. And then once you're stable with your own life, then you can help others and engage in like bigger problems or outside problems. Because I feel like 
if you try to tackle, like, you're talking about all these different circles, like, there's the world, oh, yeah. there's the yeah, country, and then, yeah, and then the, your inner circle, and your friendships, and then your relationships, and then yourself, like, your relationship with yourself, and it starts with you, and, you know, if if you don't have that stable, you're never going to be able to deal with any of the other stuff, so I feel like sometimes it gets so overwhelming, um, you can get, or, like, I feel like I've experienced analysis paralysis, where mm-hmm. I am so overwhelmed, and, like, I need to solve everything all at once or I need to fix it all. And, and so then I don't do anything. And I think that's where the avoidance comes in for me, at least. Um, oh, I relate hard to that. Yeah. But um, lately I've been, you know, just to give some sort of solutions that have been working for me lately, I've been going back to the whole, like, just do like, pick two things that I need to accomplish today. Just like two it could, they could be big or they could be small, but, like, two things that at the end of the day I could be like, I did this and I did that. And that way, after each day goes by and I've just done my two things, whether that's, like, paying my credit card bill and editing a video or, mm-hmm. like, recording Big Mood and um, uploading Tasty Tuesday, I, I at least can go, okay, I am like steadily moving forward, like Jess was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I am progressing here, so I have my feet somewhat on the ground there and then I can start dealing with outside things like those two things are like make sure to hit all the rocks on my island and make sure to (laughs) sell my fruit and check turnip no. prices. Like, there's a lot of things on this list. Nikki, no. there's yeah, so many there's things. always going to be so many things, and so yeah. you just got to pick the two that bring you the biggest reward for the day. The eighty twenty rule that we were talking about before. Those rocks are going to give you more than the fish. Okay, so you don't really have to check. You know, you don't really have to check the fish. On the other <laughs> hand, also, I do want to say, like, what helped me was it doesn't always have to be something big. It could be as long as you're making some sort of progress. So, like, even if yeah. you just get up and shower that day. Or for some people, it's so horrible that it's just even if you just get up and stand up off your bed one day, you know, yeah. it's a little, little Bro. thing. Like in front of the window, of just open the window and like look outside mm-hmm. and just stand in front of it. Like just there's small things you can do, but momentum so begets true. momentum. Like yeah. the small yes. things will lead to larger things. And then eventually you're like, OK, I'm having a regular day again. Mm-hmm. You just have to Dude, put that's it in so true, because yesterday we uh, Casey and I took and Isaac, we all took a walk around the neighborhood, like around this time, actually, like near sunset time. So we like were we actually expose ourselves to the sun and then yep. coming back home, I'm like, oh man, that like, that did a lot for me. Like, I feel good. Like, I didn't realize how much I needed that. That's exactly what I did for a while too. Like, there's a lot of times where I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm just like sad and just like for like no reason. And then I realized, oh right, I haven't seen the sun in like a week. So I'll just sit in the front yard, yeah. soak up the sun. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, this is nice. This feels good. So it helps. <laughs> Go outside, stand out in the sun a little bit. It's free. That's- being present too, like you're mm-hmm. feeling the yeah. sun and you're aware of it. Get yeah. a tan. Get a tan. It's free. Get a tan. It's free. <laughs> All right, guys, man, that that hour flew by, and I know it Jess did. has a hot date with a movie. So oh, yeah. I've got a date with Tom Hardy. Yeah. Dude. Wait, Jess, <laughs> did you have that braces? Because your teeth look real nice. No, no I have naturally beautiful. I have a, perfect. I have two veneers. <laughs> But the rest of them, I mean, my teeth grew in straight as fuck. So you just had straight teeth for free. Yeah, I'm just yeah. get wrecked, free. Jess. For free. <laughs> no, I, I had no you. titties though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love all of you, ladies. I can't wait to hang out all together. We're gonna do that soon. Our, our, our recording studio just opened back up. Yes. Yay. So as soon as next week, maybe we Yay. can be back together, reunited. Yay. 
Yeah. And it feels so good. Um, also, thanks for listening. If you have any tips for mental health stuff and that stuff that's been helping you the past couple months, um, let us know in the comments. And I'm sure that, I mean, this is a, this is a conversation, you know, so I'm sure everyone could use it in the comments. So be Yes, please. Any help. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we love you guys. Get the it? rocks without fruit in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you'll get way more. I didn't know that. More. <laughs> and once okay. again, what is it? What is it? I want it to be mental health. Mental health uh, it's in mental it. health in it. Yeah, we want mental health, not mental illness. <laughs> Bye, Bye everyone. Bye, bro. Bye, bro. <laughs> <laughs>